0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to Casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network. I said uh, that race was a part of... And there was a part, that alt-right part, there was a part of a white lash. And if you listen to the whole quote, okay. you would agree with what I said. So so I don't take that back. I, I did listen. And then the, you said, what do
1: I tell the kids? What and, I would and, tell you kids, I, and, I'm a black man in America who went to Yale, who's and, written books, who served and the and president. A, and, ni- and, and I'm a ninth-generation
0: American, ma'am, and I'm the first one in my family born with all my rights. I'm a ninth-generation American. And so we have not escaped because I went to Yale all of the problems. You should be a racial country. polemicist. And, and not, you and should be a racial rationalist, Say that to me to my face. I've spent uh, more time. This I say behind your back to, would be listen, hold a second. I spent more time than you have trying to be a racial reconciler in this country. Really? And, and, How it, you know oh, do you know well, oh, oh, ke- that? Uh, well, do you know anything about me? Well, you apparently don't know anything about me. And yes, I, I do I'm know I'm your daddy, you, you your grandparents this. were teachers, sh- your dad, your grandfather this is was a bishop. George. George, this is the problem that we have right now. It was ugly, and it went to the break ugly. And Mary Matlin is with us now. Hi, Mary. How are you?
1: Just trying to make America great again. Good morning, my friend.
0: <laughs> so, Mary, I, I saw this, and, and, you know, Van Jones, who I, I don't trust, I, I know his history, and maybe he has changed. And um, I was quietly watching him, uh, and he took a very conciliatory tone until his side lost and then the minute it lost, he went right for "we're a racist nation," um, That's and, right. I, and I, right. I was. I, and uh, to me, the proof was in the pudding there, um, because that is a very dangerous place to go now.
1: You know what? I two things got me. Having spent forty years doing this, there's a big difference between a, a clever polemicist and a good analysis analyst, Van is neither. He is so overrated, and he's got this perch, this cushy perch on a premier cable network, and he's spewing this venom, which, by the way, I expected. That's really not what I was reacting to. What I was reacting to, it got me riled up, is that when he's on election night, he goes, what do we tell the kids? I said, what do you tell the kids? God bless America. What do I tell my kids? Who every day are besieged on social media, which is where kids live, saying their mothers are racist, a bigot, a homophobe, a xenophobe, misogynist, a a planet destroyer. Of course, they know me, and they know none of that's true. But they—it's horrible. So I—so I'm going to say, what do I tell my kids? I'm very—and then the other killer was. Katrina thing. You should be ashamed of yourself. That's how I treated my kids who were more logical and less whiny in kindergarten than those two were. It was just so, you know what, I don't even want to go there because it's, it, it goes to where you just started. Let me tell you something about transitions. In 2000, we started our transition out of Dick Cheney's kitchen. We had his ball phone, and his daughter's princess phone, okay? So we had like 20 <laughs> days to do it. Transitions are always like this. And what they're doing is what you alluded to. They have are still detached. And they, so the question of the day is how does Donald Trump regain the narrative? He is the narrative. Love him, hate him, vote for him, not vote for him. The narrative is you lost. You lost Millions of Americans, you lost the narrative when you gave up on America. So that's what I'm, that's what's getting me riled up. That we're just back to the same old place after these successive tsunami elections where America was sending a loud and clear message to Washington, not in every jot and tittle of Donald Trump's policies exactly, but certainly in, in besiegingly. Please pay attention to us. We cannot afford this health care. We cannot afford a life where the cost of everything is going up and the value of everything we've earned and saved is is going down. How could they keep missing this message and, and, and now persisting and going back to the same old, same old? Anybody who disagrees with them is every form of bigot that you can think of. It's, it's
0: you know I, what, I, I'm going... I'm. I'm not I know sure you don't
1: th- care about this. I'm going back to football. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I. I will tell you this, Mary. I'm not sure that um, the American people are pushing back on uh, Washington as much as they are pushing back on the narrative from the press. Uh, the. The. You know, when they said we can't. We can't afford this. They know that the press was the one that. Pushed this through um, and and helped cover all of the things that logical people were saying, look, this is this can't last. This doesn't make any sense. This this is made to self-destruct within 10 years. We're there. They said that wasn't true, and now they won't even admit that it that it wow, we were wrong. And so if if no one ever says, hey, I was wrong, I made a mistake, they just keep piling on the same BS, the same BS. It's not going to end well.
1: Well, it is going to end well because this is a country founded on the virtuous citizen and is revealed that the virtuous citizen still lives. Two points. Forget the, the lying about the policy as the press has done. What got to people was being ridiculed for their views and being yes. silenced for holding those views yes. by... By either by flat-out ridicule you're racist, or by heavy-handed rule sticking the IRS and such after him. And I was wrong on, on one very, very important thing. I've been complaining about the lack of action from the majorities, the Republican majorities. Well, guess what? While we were all whining about what wussies they were, They passed repeal and replace and reform health care 50 times and through the Senate. So now they're ready to hit the ground running. They know and have identified and have legislation prepared to roll back those executive orders on environmental and labor overreaches. They also know how to do uh, advanced regulatory reform, tax reform, budget reform. They've been doing all that while well, a lot of us, including me, were slapping our jaws about how much they're not getting done. I have, I have not been this excited about the possibility of resetting to get back on the path that led us to the kind of country that we all love and revere than I've ever been, ever. And I mean, I've been doing this since Reagan, since before Reagan. This is wait, really good. Are you saying we to
0: have, me, you wait, 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 wait this is this is uh, this is news are you saying to me as somebody who is with reagan that you are more excited for the donald trump presidency than ronald reagan's presidency
1: no i'm not i'm saying i'm excited for the country because the country has filled not only the congress and the senate with people who think like you and i do though they have been silenced too okay but they still continued their work we have also filled the state houses and the, state, the gubernatorial mansions and the and state legislative chambers with right-thinking people. And I don't mean right-left. I mean constructive, common-sense, practical, outcome-based policymakers. Do you know this president? I know you know this. Because you talk about it all the time. He decimated the party. He lost 14 senators, 62 House seats. I know. Uh, he lost... Thousands of legislators across the country in in combined legislative chambers, that is the path to the future. I'm not saying that – I'm not making a presidential comparison. I'm making a policy paradigm shift away from what America wasn't, isn't, never was, but was being force-fed to them – it back to where what they really are, which is common sense, constructive, you can call it conservative, libertarian, center-right, whatever you want to call it. The point is, does it work? Let's do it. If it doesn't work, let's not do it. You can be a Democrat and have that frame of reference. That's what we've done in New Orleans. This is a majority Democrat, and it's a majority-minority city, and we're getting it done. Guess what we're basing, basing on our, our reforms then. Is it working? Okay, let's do it. Is it not working? Then shut it down. That's how, you, that's how we run our families. That's how you run your business, right? What have you, you've been through all sorts of transitions. You gotta go with what works. And, and what, ha, what works in a representative republic is virtuous citizens doing virtuous acts and, on, and using common sense. So that's what I'm excited about, and you know what? No president is can overcome that, and he can't undermine that.
0: Mary, tell me about the appointments that you have seen. Um, Donald Trump is not an interventionist. He says, you know, he was against the Iraq War. He doesn't want to be fighting all of these. He's he's alluded that you know um, uh, that he's not even a real big fan of NATO, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Uh, And yet he is going between Rudy Giuliani and um, John Bolton. I don't even think those two are the same. But John Bolton, who I'm a fan of, is uh, strong in the policies that we have had under the Bush administration. What what are you learning from his appointments on what Donald Trump is really going to do?
1: Well, most of his appointments are... Being described or characterized by the same press who calls everybody implicitly that disagrees with them a racist. I like John Bolton. I worked with John Bolton. I published John Bolton's book. I will tell you this: at, since nine eleven, you know I was in the bunker on nine eleven. We have tried. We had to pivot off the previous geopolitical strategy of stability and deterrence and all that, to a new paradigm. We're not there yet, but we know the kind of America policing the world not to use the old language. We can't be everywhere. So we have to have a new paradigm, and there's nobody better suited to pursue a paradigm that is predicated on weakness uh, weakness invites provocation, peace through strength. That really is what Bolton is, and that is what Giuliani is, and that does not mean massive, ubiquitous intervention. It means a kind of real politic based on borderless states with asymmetrical warriors. That's a different national security strategy. It's a different uh, security strategy, one that will be easier for us to pursue if we could get our act together, because we're not, we're not, uh, it's not, it won't have to be predicated on Energy, since we now don't need the world's energy, we can make our own energy. And we also have information age technology. If we would employ it, harness yeah. it in, with the government in the way that the, every other sector of the economy has, we're pretty positioned to do that. So I'm not, I like his uh, people that he's talking about so far. And I also, I listened to Steve yesterday, whom I adore. I love that man. It really is great. But everybody's wrong about Reince Priebus in the sense that most people who are weighing in on this have not I've worked in a White House. Reince 30 Reince seconds. Previous, Reince Priebus is going to be an Andy card make the trains work on time, Chief of Staff. And somebody has to make the trains work on time. So... Great, let's go make America Great Again. It doesn't it's not about him, it's about us, Glenn. It's about us, Glenn. And can I say go thanks for Keith?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Mary, thank you so much. Mary Madelin.
1: Glenn Speck the Blaze Radio
0: Network. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glen. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glen. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.